Welcome to this BGSM podcast. My name is Stefan Griffin. I'm a junior doctor working in London and a member of the BGSM editorial team. Today I'm joined by a physiotherapist that really needs no introduction. It's Mario Bazzini and Mario is a research associate at the Schultes Clinic in Zurich, Switzerland. He's worked in football for a number of years and at the FIFA Medical Research and Assessment Centre, FMARC and is currently working at the Swiss Concussion Centre and Human Performance Lab. He is well known to people, especially in the world of injury prevention, um, and is a deputy editor of the BGSM. So I'm absolutely thrilled to be joined by Mario today. Mario, welcome to the podcast. Stefan, it's a pleasure to be with you. So we're going to cover a few things um, today, including the upcoming Sports Swiss Conference, which we'll come on to a bit later. But one thing I thought we'd sort of use this opportunity to do is to just have a little bit of an update about various injury prevention programs. And I know that you were a co-author of a guideline, um, a practice guideline that was recently published in the JOSPT around knee and ACL injury prevention mechanisms in particular. So can you just tell us a little bit about sort of what's the most up-to-date sort of summary in terms of these knee prevention, uh, injury prevention programs? So basically the idea was to have a, a current uh, clinical practice guideline now endorsed by the, um, the U.S. Um, orthopedic PT and sports PT group. It's a good or very good summary of, the, um, of actually what we already know, but put it in a very uh, structured way. As an example, uh, the evidence uh, behind this uh, uh, exercise-based injury programs, then uh, the evidence also for specific subgroup, subgroups of athletes. There is also evidence for the components, uh, dosage, delivery of these programs, and then also some suggestions for the implementation, which maybe we can tackle a bit later because it's still a, a not a hot point and difficult point in real practice. And what is what is really also a confirmation of the knowledge behind is that the all these points have basically an A level, which means strong evidence, and some have a B uh, moderate evidence. So, Mario, you've mentioned some of the injury prevention programs now. So, on a practical level, what do these look like? What do, what can physios, what can doctors, coaches, what you know, what what kind of resources can they can they look into now? Let's say the main, the main theme or the, the common theme among this program is that they are a mix of uh, neuromuscular control, uh, stabilizations, uh, landing, jumping landing techniques, uh, uh, body control, maybe some active stretching, some balance. There are some, of course, some differences. If you take as an example uh, a knee control, the one from the from the Swedish group by Heglund et al. And as an example, an 11 plus or a PEP program where you have also a structure with uh, a dynamic uh, introduction with some uh, jogging, running, then you have some exercises, then you have again at the end some, uh, some activation for um, with running uh, types exercises. So, Mari, you've mentioned a few of the components of these uh, injury sort of prevention programs, of the like of which FIFA 11 Plus, I know you've played a really active role in the last few years. Um, just for listeners who might not be familiar with the evidence, I know it's really sort of there's really strong evidence when it comes to injury prevention. Can you take us maybe through some of the specifics of that? 
programs, as an example, as the 11 plus, where there are really quite a bit of also RCTs in both females and males, these were conceived as basic, let's say basic generic programs, and results showed injury reduction of non-contact injuries at many levels, including the knee. And this is uh, similar with uh, some other uh, some other programs published by Emery, Labella, and so forth. Then you have others that were more um, developed and studies to target non-contact ACL in, uh, in young female players, such as the PEP program from Oli Silvers and Bear Mandelbaum, or the NE control uh, program by Aglon Valden, where, in, uh, where they even uh, showed even higher uh, uh, injury reduction in terms of this uh, non-contact ACL. So, which also showed that is in, uh, it is a bit linked with the DENDA implementation. It's really important to consider uh, which players' groups, which age, what are you targeting, and then uh, really trying to um, adapt and uh, adjust these exercises or, or, or modify program to, um, to be more specific uh, with your athletes. We know that compliance can be a bit of an issue. For people wanting to implement this on a practical level and reap the rewards of the benefits that you've mentioned, what would you recommend? So yes, this is a, a, simple, uh, a simple question, not so an easy answer. So straight forward, you could say, okay, go out and use it, which is many of us did it, myself as well. And, and then on the other side, it's also important to, to really consider the context, uh, let's say the support, the, the, the logistic, the, 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 the barriers, the facilitators um, that you can encounter, that you encounter in, in, the, in the real world, in practice with a team or with, with an academy. So for those interested uh, in these very, I think, very relevant areas, there, are, there has been some uh, excellent papers uh, recently by Donna, Alex Donaldson from, uh, from uh, Melbourne, Australia. We also had a kind of a summary uh, paper in uh, Aspetal Journal with James O'Brien and Martin Agrunt about this. Um, just... Uh, Summarizing, really important to, um, to let's say, uh, having on board uh, the different people. As an example, maybe you have only one coach with the team, but uh, also the, let's say, the administrators of this, of this club are important, to, that they endorse this, that, uh, that you really, really doing kind of a, a teamwork, um, to see how this intervention, this training, this exercise it can be implemented, maybe looking what is already done, trying rather to be, um, uh, to be, let's say, inclusive and not coming and trying to impose something. So this is also based on my, uh, our experiences, uh, trying really to include everybody in the process. Also, you know, you have a, let's say, a, a, a good training or good exercises are evidence-based, but it's really important to, let's say, fit it into the 
into the context, no? So we also always use the the word uh, taking injury prevention, or maybe sometimes it's better to say having a, a tool to to prepare to to get the the players ready for the training to put it in as a as a piece in the puzzle of the whole training if you try to to work with this philosophy you would also encounter less difficulties in um, in working in this field which is of course we know it it's difficult but uh, i think taking an, into account these different points uh, it helps a lot fantastic well that's, re- that's really interesting to hear and again we'll signpost the listeners to that um, to that article and to some of the articles you've mentioned with James O'Brien, Alex Donaldson and, and the likes. Um, I'm going to move away a little bit from the knee and ACL side of things because um, mainly because I think Amy's going to be a, a guest in a few weeks and sort of discussing more about the specifics of the document. But it's really nice to have a flavour of, of, you know, the, 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 the flavour of the summary of the evidence um, and also some of the sort of practical implementation um, sort of side of things. So we're going to move on now to discuss about your famous conference and the the what was previously the Sport Physio Conference. Um, and now I know you've joined, you've oh, tell us a bit a bit about what what's different about this year's conference. Yeah, this year uh, we'll we'll gather again uh, in Bern uh, for the um, for the Sports PT and Sports Med Conference. So it's the first time we have the two societies. Uh, uh, which are, by the way, member BGSM member societies, and um, so the idea was to really finally <laughs> uh, do a joint conference, um, um, and then continue on the with the traditions of having uh, really high, possibly high-profile speakers on on different topics. Uh, this is maybe a bit different than the than the purely sports PT one where we try to have a generic topic for the day. And in these two days, we will have uh, uh, four or five toppings. So the main one will be, will be around uh, hip uh, growing FAI, but then there will be also some something about training loads, uh, regeneration, um, social medias, and then also... We will have um, Dr. Rodas from uh, FC Barcelona to speak about the Barca Innovation Hub. And you've got the likes of um, Christian Thorborg, you've got Per Holmick, you've got Joanne Kemp from Australia there as well. And then talking about load, you've got the likes of Tim Gabbert, uh, I know Greg Dupont's going there as well. And then you've got... Karen Litzy talking about things like social media. So it's a, it's a hugely broad uh, amount, sort of number of topics that you've got, and I think you'll be covering a lot of things. So tell us a little bit about the sort of what people can expect. I hope you enjoyed. Yeah, I'm sure you you were enjoying. So what we try to do is is really to let's say having a a good program, but uh, moreover we try to have a. Um, a uh, relaxed setting, possibly a good atmosphere. Um, uh, we can have it on two floors. So we have one big floor is you have just an exhibit hall and plenty of space to, yeah, to, to interact with the, um, with other participants, uh, which, which is uh, important or for some is even the most important part of the event. And then we have a dedicated space for them for the lectures, but 
I think uh, for the presentation, I think that really this uh, networking and uh, having having enough space and the possibilities to meet uh, to meet colleagues, but also to meet the speakers uh, in the big hall, in the big exhibit hall, with uh, on a on a easy way. I think it's something that uh, that participants and people really appreciate, and uh, we also try to to facilitate this uh, these moments and we will also have a, a special a special one and a half hour or even two in, in the evening of the first days with the with a big apero in this exhibit hall and poster you can visit the poster exhibits and um, so this is a an example of uh, let's say promoting this networking which uh, if it is even at international level, it's one of the most important uh, part of the event. Absolutely. And you mentioned that this is the first time that yourself, Sport Physio, have combined with the Swiss Sports Medicine Society and the likes of Boris uh, Gojanovic. Um, so so it's, a, it's, a, it's very much focused now towards a, a sort of the multidisciplinary team. So you've got, it would be sort of of interest to people, whether it's therapists, physiotherapists, doctors, or anyone with a sort of an interest in sport, it sort of caters to, to everyone. Yes, absolutely. We, uh, everybody working in these areas is, uh, is welcome to the conference. Uh, I mean, uh, from sports PT, sports medicine, but uh, clinician or general practitioners, I mean, uh, um so distributing uh, knowledge and then current evidence i think is beneficial beneficial to everybody everybody working in these fields with uh, athletes of uh, any ages any levels uh, um so i think it's important uh, this idea of uh, of cooperating uh, speaking together um networking it's uh, very important for for some of us this is uh, this is uh, natural or we are used to do it in in some other cases no and this is a it's a let's say a good possibility a good event to to jump into it perfect and i'm just looking at the website now and it's the november the 15th and 16th in Bern, which is just a short train ride, isn't it, from Zurich? So quite pretty easy to get to as well. So I'll put the links in the blurb to the podcast, so any of the listeners can uh, can look forward to, to to jumping on that. And hopefully, I'm sure you'll have I'm sure you have a lot more interest. Fantastic. Well, Mario, I think in terms of thank you for sort of covering everything from a bit of an update about injury prevention programs um, and to mentioning the conference, which I'm sure will be a success. I know people will be able to follow the hashtag. It's Sports Swiss 2018, isn't it? Absolutely, yes. And we hopefully will have uh, some uh, a bit of uh, tweets <laughs> generated by by the conference, and um, hopefully we can also provide the the key points uh, on the social medias. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Well, unfortunately, I won't be there to make it, so I'll have to follow via social media. So, but I'm sure if Karen lets in the likes of there, then um, there'll be there'll be plenty of, of highlights. But Mario, yeah. thank you so much for for joining us. And uh, just to close the podcast, I'll put all the links out to uh, on the blurb for all the listeners. But yeah, thank you for joining us, Mario, and thank you to the listeners to listen to this BJSM podcast. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.